Welcome back to All That Heals. I'm your host, Vanessa Faria. All That Heals was created to honor all aspects of our healing journeys. Each episode is intended to leave you feeling empowered and nourished with loving permission to be more of your true self. We cover topics that support your health and wellness on all levels. We explore alternative and natural healing methods. We hope they make you feel lighter and inspire you to keep healing and evolving. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the All That Heals podcast. Today, I am joined by a friend of mine, Ashley Orr, and she is a breathwork and cold exposure facilitator. She is a Wim Hof instructor, and I'm really excited to have her on the show. How are you, Ash? Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's so great to speak and see you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for joining me. I'm really excited about this episode because we're talking about breath work. We're talking about cold exposure. And, you know, these are two things that have shifted my life, especially in the last year, thanks to you. And, you know, one of the first times I met you and at the, uh, where were we at? Zen on the Lake in the summer, last summer. And that's where I did my first experience. But I want to just have you share a little bit about you and your training and your background and just your story. Because I know I saw you last weekend at our workshop, the advanced Wim Hof workshop, but, and you kind of mentioned a little bit of things. I actually didn't know this about you. So I want to hear your story. I'm sure everybody wants to hear your story. (laughs) So take it away. Hi. Okay, perfect. Um, Thank you so much again. I'm really excited to be here and just be talking about something that I'm passionate about. Um, The Wim Hof Method has absolutely changed my life. And it started shifting about six years ago. I was at a time where I was looking for different ways to heal. And I was using alcohol, drugs, relationships, food, running, anything I could to get us like to escape my reality. Um, But I realized that those weren't really serving me. So I was uh, intertwined between a life that I was living before and looking for other modalities. Um, So I started floating. I used some sensory deprivation tanks. That's where I learned about the Wim Hof method. Um, I was diving into meditation, uh, yoga, movement, learning about how to move energy and just learning about how we store energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I signed up for a workshop that I knew little about, uh, but it turned out to be one of the first Wim Hof Method workshops in Canada. And hey. it completely blew my mind. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It was the first time that I had breath awareness. You know, we breathe over 20,000 times a day. And we spend little time thinking about our breath, but the way we breathe can directly um, change the way we experience things on earth. So having that knowledge and then going into icy cold water um, at the same time really changed my life. And it changed the way that I looked at handling my stress. It changed the way that I looked at facing obstacles. Mm -hmm. Um, So from that day, I just started delving into Wim Hof Method and doing anything I could to find more information about this epic human, what he was all about, 
and the training that I would have to go through to become an instructor. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. That is a big, powerful story. And I'm so, thank you for sharing that because I didn't actually know that that's, I know this is random. I'm just, I'm just curious, but what kind of drugs was it that you were, what, what really had you? I'm just curious. Um, definitely alcohol was like the gateway drug, like everybody, you know, they kind of say weed is, but it's really alcohol. Um, well, trauma was the thing that, you know, that I was trying to get away from. Uh, so alcohol, cocaine, MDMA, um, were my three Mm -hmm. favorite things. Yeah. I was in a really big party scene and Mm -hmm. surrounding myself with people that didn't necessarily have my best interest at heart. Right. Yeah. And it's, it, I mean, that's what happens too, right? When you find something that actually starts to shift things for you too, then you have that awareness. Whereas before, you know, you're just a rat, what you, I say this a lot too, with my clients and the work that I do is like, you don't know what you don't know. So when you're in a situation, you're just doing your best and you're surrounding yourself with people, but then finding something that kind of alters your state of consciousness, breathing, cold exposure whatever it might be, yoga, meditation, such a big turn on moment, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I was really, um, in a lower frequency and doing lower frequency things with lower Mm -hmm. frequency people. Um, so around the same time as the Wim Hof method came into my life, so did plant medicine. So did, um, just other ways of healing and it completely changed my life and put me in the right trajectory. Thank goodness. (laughs) Hmm, Yeah. And that's so important. And I think it's just one of the reasons I want to have this conversation is because breathing and breath work and cold exposure, they sound a little crazy to most people, right? When you first hear about it and then it's like, but they're free and they are so inexpensive. They're so accessible to everybody. Right. And Literally, they changed my life. Like for me personally, when I started it with you and Stan Bounded, the Stan Bounded crew in the summer, I can't even remember why I wanted to experience it for the first time. I wasn't really sure, actually. I think I just kind of saw what everybody was doing. And I just was like, wow, that seems bold and adventurous. I'm kind of like a thrill seeker. I love adventure. I love experiencing life to the fullest. So for me, that's kind of what drew me in. Of course, the health and physical benefits, the all of the benefits I was kind of like piecing together and learning as well. But really for me, I was like, I just want to experience this because it looks and feels probably amazing. I see everybody doing it. I'm like, there's a reason people are doing it. So let's figure it out. Let's see what it's all about. And so I, once I started doing it though, I was like, wow, this makes me feel Um, it made my mind feel so resilient. That was the biggest thing for me. It made me feel like I could tackle anything. And for me, I kind of had struggled with anxiety, depression at different times, lack of motivation. That stuck energy is really common for me, you know, that feeling of feeling stuck. So once I started to realize and experience it and feel that I could actually change my mind about things or the cold, especially I've been somebody who hated the cold. I hated winter. Now I love winter and now I love the cold and it's wild. And this has only been like 
not even a full year of this kind of practice for me. So I would love to just share a little bit more about, okay, what is the Wim Hof method? Let's start there. And what is cold exposure? You know, like, what is this stuff? What are we doing? It's so cool. Literally, (laughs) pun intended, um, because everybody has different takeaways from the cold. You know, we all come from different backgrounds, different stories. So it's so beautiful that this cold thing can umbrella so many, you know, um, elements of health, mental health, physical health, spiritual health. Um, So the Wim Hof Method is actually compiled of three main pillars. It is cold exposure, breathwork, and mindset. Mm. Without breathwork and mindset, you really don't have a successful cold exposure experience. Um, We know that we need a very particular mindset to go into the cold to begin with, especially if it's something new. And going in and out of the cold will actually strengthen your mindset, which is a beautiful thing. The breathwork is cool because it primes your nervous system. And it actually raises your alkalinity. So when we're more alkaline, our pain receptors are dulled. So it's a great precursor for the cold exposure. Also, it's a great way to move stagnant air, energy, and emotion. Um, It's a great grounding tool. Um, You don't necessarily have to use breath work before cold exposure. But I really think those three pieces make such a powerful experience and training modality. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amazing. And, oh yeah. I mean, I've experienced it. It's funny. It's funny. It's a hard thing to kind of explain to people all of the benefits and all of the ways it changes you until you do it. And this is something I'm super familiar with that kind of way of being or thinking of like, you can't explain something. You just got to do it. You know, you just got to experience it for yourself. That is very natural and common to me. I know for a lot of people, that's a not always the easiest thing. Like, oh, I'm just going to throw myself into something I never have experienced before that's brand new. Unless you are in that practice of seeking something new and you're in that practice of throwing yourself into the unknown, it can be very scary. Yes. (laughs) Or seem scary, right? For sure. Like I was afraid of open water and the unknown before the Wim Hof method. Okay. I was a uh, man-made pool, has to be heated at 85 or higher type of person. Um, yeah, just lived in this bubble, hated any conflict, adversity, anything that caused my heart rate to elevate. Um, Mm. especially, you know, living in a a large part of my life in trauma and a heightened nervous system. All I wanted to do was feel like I had control over things. Um, but really I had control over nothing. So going into the cold, going into the unknown really showed me that I have the power to do anything and that we make up things in our head. You know, the monkey brain starts chattering Mm -hmm. and we make things up to be worse than they are. So the cold's an amazing representation of things aren't as bad as we make them up to be. And it's such a cool experience. Um, Like you said, it builds resilience. So when you get out of the cold, you want to do more cool things. You're overcoming more obstacles throughout the rest of your day. That is a true, true benefit or side effect that I have experienced. And I love it for that. That is truly what I love it for. 
Totally. I mean, there's the obvious physical benefits, but there's the mental benefits. There's the spiritual benefits. Mm-hmm. There's the sense of community. Um, mm-hmm. I have so many, uh, I have like a nickname, like a friendship facilitator, because literally I've seen so many connections and bonds through the cold. It's been such a great experience to witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so let's just go over a little bit, the physical benefits, the emotional, let's just go over all of those benefits. Cause I know that for a lot of people who are new to this, they might not know. And for anyone who does know, it's always great to hear again, because it really, I find this is a practice that unless you're doing it consistently, or unless you're committed to it, your mind can definitely, you know, trick you out of wanting to do it. Even if you do already know those benefits, you know, cause it is, it's something where if I haven't done it in a little while, my brain will kind of really kick into gear being like, ah, you don't really have to do it. (laughs) You know, it's okay. You can skip it. And that happens. So let's, let's dive into that. Totally. Um, another thing about just, you know, reiterating the benefits before your cold exposure practice, you will actually reap the benefits threefold. If you let yourself know what your intention is and you strengthen your intention before going into the cold. Oh, okay. And why, yeah. why is that? Well, Huberman talks a lot about that. We just have such a strong mind-body connection that's stronger than we can even fathom. You know, going back into Joe Dispenza's work mm-hmm. about how powerful our minds are. Um, yeah. So when we have that connection, the benefits are endless, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Physical benefits, um, lowers inflammation and chronic pain. That's such a huge thing, especially in North America with all our diseases and ailments, Huge. boosts the immune system. Mm-hmm. So literally you are strengthening your immune system by small bouts of stress. You know, long bouts of stress uh, take years off our life, but acute stress actually adds years to our life. So by doing something stressful, you're building a more resilient body. Mm-hmm. It improves your cardiovascular health. It also improves your circulatory system. So the reason why we feel so amazing and so alive is because our blood hasn't pumped through these veins as efficiently as it does when we go in and out of the cold. We're really giving our um, little vessels like a workout. They're constricting and then they're dilating, you know, on steroids, basically. So the cold is just such an awesome tool for physical benefits. It really improves uh, recovery. So if you have a strenuous workout and you dip yourself in the ice water, you know, we've seen years of this uh, in athletic routines and recovery routines. Yeah, absolutely. Even I'll just say this weekend, this past weekend, I think I worked out a bit too hard last week, but I didn't really notice what was what was happening. But I have a just a chronic shoulder injury from years of dancing, and it was flaring on Friday, Saturday. I did an ice bath with my friend in her condo. We did a little bit of sauna. She also needled me. So she did some acupuncture. And then the next day it was so much better. And then I went and did a solo dip in the water yesterday. Today, I feel amazing. My shoulder feels back to normal completely. And it was in a lot of pain. Absolutely. I hear that all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, after exiting the cold water, people are without pain, which is such a gift. Um, you know, we walk around with pain yeah. all our lives, some of us. So yeah. to be pain-free, even for a moment, um, usually it lasts the rest of the day into the week. Mm-hmm. So, so amazing. So good. 
Okay. Let's talk about the mental benefits because this is pretty big. And especially for our Western world or North American world, or we need it, especially now. Totally. Um, one benefit is it really puts you in the present moment. Mm-hmm. All you can think about when you're in the cold water is your breath and mm-hmm. just breathing through the discomfort. So in a way, it really translates breathing through discomfort in life when you're mm-hmm. out of the ice bath. Um, and then having the ability to find your calm and chaos is mm-hmm. such a superpower. Mm-hmm. So, you know, using that inner strength, inner wisdom out of the water also. But yeah, it's a great reset. All I can think about is what's going on when I'm in the water, in the water. Um, so I love that little vacation. Me too. Yeah. It's literally the best thing ever. You just stop thinking about your to-do lists or the things you stress about or the stories that yes, we create in our minds over and over again. You know, the conversations you're having with yourself that are so boring, honestly, right? Like for all of us, we all have that conversation, that story, that like wounded piece of us that, you know, is triggered or activated every now and again, and being in the cold for that amount of time. And then sometimes even after, because it does kind of linger, I find too, you're not thinking about that. You're not in that state. You're not worried. You're not preoccupied. You're just present and you're connecting to yourself, usually to the water or to your surroundings. Or if you're, you know, dipping with somebody, then they are also present too, right? You're sharing that energy there too. Totally. Uh, When you exit the water, you feel a sense of groundedness and Mm -hmm. centeredness, which is something I know I strive for every day. So for the power of the cold lingers throughout the day, um, which is really cool. It relieves depression. It relieves Mm -hmm. us of stress, anxiety. We get a dopamine hit, which I know that, I look for, you know, in my brain patterns with all my substance abuse and everything else, like I need that dopamine hit. So I get that relief. I get that surge, which is really cool. Yeah. And it also does a lot for your hormones too, in general, because it is activating and firing all kinds of different dopamine. And then obviously if you're, you, you've talked a lot about too, how the breath and doing things with others really, um, activates the oxytocin too, right? Like that connector hormone, that bonding hormone. Yes. Yeah. That is so beautiful. So after, you know, cold water and breath work, people feel more connected to themselves, their higher selves and each other. And it's such a amazing tool that we can use, you know, in the morning with our families, with our partners, with our team members, and the list can go on. Like it really improves And raises the frequency of the whole community, which is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so great. And so, yeah, I think those are some of the things I really wanted to highlight in terms of the, and the mental, like the mindset. And I'm able to just do so much more after I do a cold exposure. And even if I just do it, yeah, two times a week, sometimes bare minimum, once a week, the benefits linger, which is great. It's not just an instant thing. And then it kind of disappears you feel pretty great for at least a a day or two. I find a day or two is kind of like my threshold before I need to go back again. (laughs) Um, Totally. So I aim for like, yeah, two to three times a week if I can. Some weeks are harder than others. Some days are harder than others. But when I'm doing that, paired with the heat exposure too, right? Like that contrast therapy, I find also very helpful. 
Breathwork, I'm a little less consistent with. I will be honest. I just am not as consistent with, but I really need to be <laughs> because I'm, I have a, I have always been told that I'm, I'm a mouth breather. And that has been something that has been hard because I had a lot of anxiety as a kid, a lot of stressors. I had a lot of just like, you know, a traumatic or unsafe environment feeling growing up and whatever. My nervous system too has a high stress baseline is what I like to also say and call it. So it's interesting because the cold and the heat and all, and the breath work really does bring me to um, a more normal state of stress and calm, basically really regulates that. And then I'm able to do more. I'm able to, you know, tolerate more in my day, get through things without freaking out and getting anxious and feeling ungrounded especially if I'm feeling ungrounded or disconnected to my body. I'm like, Oh my God, get yourself to the cold. Right. Right now. <laughs> Cause you need to reset girl. <laughs> There's definitely something um, that goes with the saying, go jump in the lake. I totally get it now. <laughs> oh, me too. I totally get it. And I crave it. I think this is an interesting thing. Cause I, I, I talked a lot to my clients about this too, because I work with them and there's like, it's something I, I love to have different resources or tools to share. And sometimes I'm like, I really think you need to get into some cold water, you know, take a cold shower, jump in the lake, jump in the snow that we have here in Canada at the moment. And they're like, what? No way. Absolutely not. And that's how I used to think. I hated the cold before, hated it, hated winter, hated the cold. But I tell them and I'm like, you need to go in and do this because it is really going to support you in feeling more present, feeling more grounded and moving, you know, this stuck stagnant energy that is either showing up on a mental state, on a physical state, or even in an emotional state. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So huge, huge shifts that I have seen too. And then I've also seen, you know, when people do try it, they're like, oh my God, I actually start to crave the cold. Just very strange. Like that was something I wasn't expecting, but the tolerance level that my body has to the cold has really changed. I used to live in Montreal. I lived in Montreal for a few years, a while back, and I could not stand the cold. I would hide in my apartment. I would do shopping. I would do my grocery shopping for like two months and I would not leave my apartment. And I wouldn't go outside and I didn't have a connection to nature. And I felt so disconnected and sad and lonely and depressed and all kinds of things. And if I hadn't known about this, then I would have had such a different experience, you know? Yeah, I totally feel that. I felt very disconnected for a very long time and had no idea that the cold was going to bring me so much peace and kind of, you know, complete a puzzle that... I was built up of. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like the cold is a healer. It's a connector. It's so many things. It's our friend. It's a window to our soul. You know, until you experience it, you will never know. But I mean, it doesn't have to be as daunting as an ice bath for the beginning. It can start with, you know, maybe turning on the shower for your last 30 seconds onto cold and breathing through the discomfort and then slowly building up or an isolated ice bath, as opposed to maybe, you know, an open water cold lake dip where you just have a little more control in the setting. 
And yeah, it can be as simple as not putting your layers on when you go outside or opening the windows and just activating our hypothalamus. Like we got so lazy and really (laughs) things are so convenient for us. You know, it's the same temperature everywhere we go. We leave our homes and then we go into our cars and we adjust the temperature and we go to, you know, a store or an office and that temperature is already set. A really cool thing though is the hypothalamus, which regulates our temperature, also is responsible for regulating emotion and mental stressors. Mm. So when we're activating that part of our brain, we're strengthening our ability to overcome difficult situations. So yeah, we're building modern day warriors over here, which is so cool. Yeah. And that is a really big piece. I think that's so important. That piece of convenience and comfort that we've created in our society is, it's almost like it's just really doing harm. It's not the best thing for us. It's actually, we think it's good. That saying that everybody has, you know, someone in their life or their family has always been like, don't go outside in the cold, wrap yourself with my grandmother still every day, almost all the time. It's like, don't go outside with wet hair. You're going to get sick. You're going to catch a cold. Don't, you know, zip up your jacket, all these things, but it's actually the opposite. And that whole cultural societal conditioning of like the cold is bad for you. The cold it makes you miserable. Winter sucks. That was my thinking for so long. Oh, I, I hated winter. Yeah. And I see it in everybody now. Like now that I am doing cold exposure, I see it all the time when I'm having a conversation with somebody. I'm like, do you actually hate winter? Do you actually hate the cold? Because you don't know and you haven't actually experienced it. You haven't pushed yourself into a situation where you need to be cold or you need to experience the cold. So how do you know? Because if you're just living as what somebody has told you to be the truth. I got some things to show you because like, you know, the cold doesn't do that. It's actually the opposite. Makes you feel amazing. Totally. It opens up, you know, especially in Canada, like we will be dormant for months, you know? So to release these awesome feeling chemicals during, you know, the dark winter months is absolutely apparent to have a healthy life. I have never seen more epic sunrises than in the winter. The snow is gorgeous. So is the ice. So there's so many things that I get super excited about now, which I would overlook before, you know, practicing this crazy modality. Yes, I agree with that. I'm so glad you said that because it's the same for me. I I suffer from SAD like many people do, especially in North America, where then the light shifts when it gets darker. And it's like, that's really hard on your system. But this winter has been the best winter of my life. And I will never forget it because of the stark difference that it has been. I agree with you too. I've seen the most sunrises I've ever seen by waking up earlier intentionally to just see the sunrise. I haven't even been able to dip all the time, but seeing the sunrise, being outside in the cold, walking with my dog, doing cold exposure, finding ways to do that has made me so much happier. Physically, I feel the best I've ever felt all winter. You know, I usually gain some weight over the winter, shed it over the summer. And the other fun thing that I love is like, in the summer, I'm always outside. I feel connected to nature way more. But in the winter, I have in the past hidden, just been inside and 
just be really sad and lonely and bored. And But I love Wim Hof's quote, treat every winter like a summer. That has changed my life. That thinking, that mentality has completely changed my life. I'm like, yeah, why don't we do that? Right. Like even the simplest thing, like I used to, my, I used to have backaches all winter because I'd be, you know, very tight and shivering and getting gas. And now I like stand up straight and embrace the breeze and not many things bother me when it comes to weather, at least, which is so awesome. You know, I would hate for something outside to stop me from doing anything. So it's such a freedom. That is a big one, weather and everybody thinking like, oh, if the weather dictates how I feel or live and it does, it's not that it doesn't. I don't want to negate the fact that if you're sick or you have issues physically or emotionally, the weather does trigger those things. It can, you know, make you feel sad or make you feel more physically not well. Like it can do that. But I don't think that we need to be controlled by that. And I think that when you're practicing the resilience, the cold exposure, for example, all other things as well. This is not cold exposure necessarily isn't going to fix every ailment of your life. Obviously eating healthy, getting a good rest, eliminating blue light and things that are toxic will definitely support that. So it definitely is one of those things that goes in tandem with a healthy lifestyle, I would say. Totally. Right. But yeah, when it comes to letting weather just dictate how you're going to live, if that's how you're living, you need to really take, take, a little risk and like dive into something that can really shift things for you and make a big impact of how you're feeling every day. Absolutely. And I mean, I don't want to come off like I'm obsessed with the cold and I can't, you know, I'm so excited every day to go into it because like every other exercise, it is work. Mm -hmm. You know, I could be laying in my warm bed. It's still dark, but I have an awesome class that is signed up to do this hard thing. So when we do hard things together, you know, they become maybe easier, maybe just easier to get to that point. So knowing that, yeah, I, I feel the resilience. I feel the resistance daily, you know, and I have to push past that every time I go into the cold, the cold will never get warmer, but we will get stronger. So just keeping that in mind, like if you're just starting out, Um, you don't have to be as excited as we are all the time. Community helps though. Definitely having a community of people that want to do the hard things with you, I think is, it should be the fourth pillar in the Wim Hof method because it's really community mindset, breath work and cold that make this modality what it is. Yeah, I agree. That's a really great point. And it's also just having the encouragement because it is a hard thing, but even just sharing and documenting some of my cold exposures and then having other people who are like, awesome job. Yeah. Like you're doing it. You're crushing it. You know, like that encouragement of people who get it and you not being alone in the experience or you being like, okay, she's the lunatic on her own doing this freaking thing. What is she doing? No, I actually get messages all the time every day from people being like, wow, that's so inspiring. I wish I could do that. Or, you know, good for you. That's great. Whatever it is. And those things help. Totally. Right. So yeah, community, I think is a very important piece and it's, it's true. I've made so many friends just from a few workshops and a few get togethers and, you know, and having conversations about it too, and sharing about it and documenting it. And 
all of that. And you're right. I am not always excited to get into the cold, especially when I do workshops with you. (laughs) (laughs) Like, especially when I'm being facilitated or guided and pushed um, out of my own comfort zone, my mind goes, "Mm -mm, we're not doing this. We don't want to do this. Nope. You're, mm -mm." you know, like I find ways to like, just kind of want to trickle out or, or bail. And that's exactly when I know I I need it even more, you know, that's all the process though, which is cool. I talk about how the method starts, not when you go in, not when you start breathing, when you sign up. Mm -hmm. So say it's your, you know, you signed up for the workshop, then the Mikey mind starts telling us stories. You know, you get to realize how you really face adversity. You know, you start making excuses in your head. It's really interesting because you can start learning your process on how you talk yourself out of things. So it's such a cool internal journey, really. Yeah, it's a great tool for that awareness and that self-reflection. And it's so true because how many times have I said, Ash, I'm going to come tomorrow morning. (laughs) And then I just don't show up and I'm like, oh, great. Awesome. You know, there I did. I did it again. I do it all the time. So anyone who's listening, I'm definitely not perfect at this journey or commitment either. It's the same with eating healthy or or uh, going to the gym or whatever it is, doing anything that has to do with self-care and self-love and, and personal growth and bettering yourself. It's so easy to come up with excuses and and you start to learn your process for sure of, oh, I didn't actually commit. So I didn't get there or it's easier to sometimes commit to myself or it's harder to commit to others. For some people, it's harder to commit to themselves on their own and be accountable. For some people, it's the opposite, right? Some people, it's harder to be accountable to someone else. Some people need that external accountability and they're going to show up. Sometimes it's the opposite. Totally. Yeah. I'm a big, I'm a big fan of external pushes. That's one thing for me. I find there are moments where I need to show up for myself. I can do my own workout at home. I can do my, I could go to the gym and do my own workout. I like that independent part of me. And then at the same time, I get comfortable in that. So sometimes I'll be going to the gym by myself for a week and I'll be doing it. And then I get comfortable or stagnant in that. And then I need to go to class because I'm not pushing myself as hard and I'm not motivated anymore. I'm like, oh, I'm bored. I did it. Okay, now what? That's very me. So I need that constant up-leveling push. Totally. Yeah. That's one thing why I like the cold is because it doesn't get boring. Mm-hmm. There's always a progression. You know, you're always learning something new about yourself or about others because you're never going to have the same environment. You know, the weather's not going to be the same. Yeah. Some days it's like beautiful weather, beautiful water. And other days it's like a blizzard and you're questioning your whole existence and chopping, you know, holes in the ice for your class. (laughs) So there's definitely never a sense of boredom when it comes to this practice, which is awesome. Yeah. So, so, so good. And I think that's a really important piece too. If you're bored in your current monotony of your life, or if you ever find that stagnancy, the cold and breath work is a great way through that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's important how you touched on breath work too. I also struggled with the breath work. The cold was very easy for me because I've been stuck in a sympathetic state for so long. 
So, you know, marathon running, um, tattoos, like anything that, you know, raised that adrenaline and raised that heartbeat made me feel alive was super comforting and comfortable. But the stillness, the slowing down of the nervous system, that was the hard part for me. And it's called Mm -hmm. breath work because like it's also work. So I'm really glad that you touched on because I also struggled with the same thing and still do. Yeah. And actually me too. Like you saying that, I'm glad you said that because I'm the same. The breath work is the part I resist the most, especially when I'm doing it on my own. I'm like, I'm not doing breath work. I'm just going to dive into the cold today. And I can do it because that's definitely more my style, more my tendency is to seek out that uh, adrenaline or that cortisol. Like that masculine. Yeah. The masculine driven. Exactly. It's so true. I so see that pairing of how the breath work is more yin, more feminine, more receptive. Yeah. And then the cold is at first, it's more of that masculine drive, get yourself in there. But to be in the cold, you do need to have that receptivity, that surrender, that yin too. So both definitely show up in there. Yeah. And I, I think that's really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much. This has been such a great conversation and diving in. Literally. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, do you have anything else that you kind of want to share to anyone who may be starting their journey or who's curious? Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, I think we all start with resistance to a new practice, Um, but I've gotten the most out of life when I lean into things that cause me the most resistance. So um, you won't get a certificate or you know, a badge of honor or something that you can hang on your wall when you do this, you get something that actually, you know, it's a tool. It's something that you can carry with you for the rest of your life. And um, I suffered from post-traumatic depression, um, drug addiction. I was in a really dark place and it seemed to be the thing that really helped me, you know, get into a lighter place. So I definitely recommend it. There's so many ways of enduring the cold and so many ways to get into it. And now there's so much literature out there and so much support, which is so great. So Mm. you can find support all around the world. There are people dipping into cold water everywhere, which is so amazing. Yeah. And, you know, then that's kind of how I found my tribe. I didn't really know what community was. I thought community was a thing, you know, in a city, but I didn't realize that we have different communities and I didn't realize how I was going to find my tribe, but I definitely mm-hmm. found my tribe within the cold. So just leaning into the things that cause the most resistance is probably my advice for the day. <laughs> mm, I love that. So great. And I think you're so right. I'm with you. Like the more that I align to the things that just excite me and then do them and follow through, especially if it's out of the norm or it feels a little bit scary or the unknown or, you know, feels different, right. Than what norm, like the status quo, that is when you find your people. It's when you connect, it's when you meet the most people and then you make those bonds and connections that are way deeper than just the superficial of, you know, we have great conversations. The people I've met through your workshops, through the Stay Unbounded workshops. I mean, not just that one modality, but just in general, anytime I'm doing something that is really aligned to what interests me, that's where I meet my people. It's where I meet my friends. And they're from all walks of life. I always have said, you know, 
none of my friends live in the same spot. <laughs> like they're all over. They're spread across the globe. They're spread everywhere. And so anywhere you go, you can meet people that are like-minded and, and interested in the same things that you are. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every day is a new chance to be a new person, do a new thing, you know, just our patterns, they can run deep. And so can our, you know, action patterns and our mind patterns and our thought patterns, but that doesn't mean that they are who you are. And yeah, it might not come easy, but most things that are great don't. Um, I say that a lot. Right? Yeah. I say that to my clients all the time. Yeah. All of the things that you do is hard are the best. Like that is the, that's where you find the most accomplishment. That's where you're get you're the happiest because you did a hard thing. Having kids is probably one of the biggest one, you know, giving birth. A lot of people, that's one of the best things in their life, having children or, you know, being with their kids or becoming a mom. Well, it's like, that's probably the hardest thing you've ever done. <laughs> Definitely wasn't the easiest thing you've ever done. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And we signed up for this human experience and, you know, experience encompasses duality. And mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to the cold again, but the cold yeah. is such a great representation of duality. There's healing and darkness and, you know, you're feeling sensations that I would have called pain before, but now I've kind of switched the narrative to sensations. And that just means you're alive. You're experiencing human experience. Again, using that when we're down, you know, when we're not feeling the highest and when we're feeling low, you're just experiencing. So mm-hmm. we might as well experience all we can while we're here. Yeah. I love that. Oh, Ash, you're such a gift. Oh, likewise. Yeah, you really are. I know how much you change people's lives and just how much people receive from you doing this work and really being committed and you moving your tank in your truck and <laughs> traveling all around the freaking Ontario. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like literally what you do. And it's so great. And it's it's amazing, you know? Um, and I'm amazed by you every single day that you can just... I mean, I do weird things and make money and, you know, support myself and created a business too. But like, that is something really spectacular to be able to do it. You know, like, you're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to just commit to it and people are going to show up and they do because you embody it. So thank you. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, I feel like I have this uh, little key to a doorway and I just want to let everyone in that I can because it's so cool when you get on the other side of fear, um, Mm -hmm. life opens up. So that's, that's my goal. Yeah. I love it. And that's how I feel about it too, about that, about so many things. So I'm so grateful to have you on the show. I hope as many people as possible can listen to this episode and it, you know, peaks something, shifts something, ignites something in them to be able to move through some fear and dive deeper into the unknown and embrace that. Totally. Thank you so much for creating this safe place where we can, you know, talk about these things and creating this platform that you can share because it is so important. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to have these conversations or at least hear these conversations. Yeah. Especially because that's really the whole thing of of the show is just to give people a real understanding of what healing means and can look like from so many different perspectives, giving them new resources, new tools that are not just you know, only what you have grown up with in the mainstream or kind of in your, you know, in your own cultural, societal upbringing, whatever that looks like, but giving alternative tools, methods, 
healing alternatives, you know? Totally. Yeah. So thank you. And yeah. And if you, I will, you know, let you share what your, what's the best way to connect with you and for people to find you. So the best way, um, you can find me on Instagram. I'm Ashley Ice Plunge. You can also find me on the Wim Hof Method platform. So I'm at www.wimhofmethod.com. There is a list of all the amazing instructors from around the world. Um, You can get in touch with us that way. You can send us messages. You can see what we're up to and where the next workshop is. And you can just learn about Wim because Wim's the coolest. Yeah. Wim is the coolest. (laughs) Amazing. Well, thank you so much again. And I look forward to seeing you in person soon. Yes. I can't wait till we can jump in the lake again. Yes. Awesome. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you for listening to the episode. It would mean a lot to us if you took the time to share it with anyone who you know that would benefit from listening. Please leave us a review and some kind words on Apple Podcasts so that we can spread these discussions around healing. It helps us grow and we would so appreciate it. Much love and goodbye for now.